I'm Celia Filkey from Messages of Hope. Relationships are part of all of our lives in many different ways. Sometimes they're easygoing, sun shining and smooth sailing. Other times it can feel like you're in the midst of a storm with no land in sight. Spending so much extra time recently in close proximity to our families can be stressful and put a magnifying glass on our relationships. Coming up, I'll be talking with Rachel, a relationship counsellor from Lutheran Community Care in Adelaide. Rachel, we're not perhaps used to spending as much concentrated time with our partners under what can at times be quite stressful. Are you seeing this being played out more so in the people you're in contact with at the moment? Absolutely. When um, in one of the first few weeks, um, a lady at work, we were just chatting in the lunchroom and she said, oh, I noticed that I was getting very cranky and then I realised I've had far too much time with my husband. (laughs) In the nicest possible way. Exactly, in the nicest possible way. But, you know, we love our partners, but it doesn't mean we want to be with them (laughs) 24-7. Especially if you're not used to it. I guess with this whole coronavirus stuff, what's a key tension point for couples? Um, In the current context, just the balance of time apart and time together. That's pretty tricky. Um, so you you lose your normal rhythms. You know, we get into rhythms with our partner yeah. of when we like being with them, but then we go, oh, no, we've had enough. We need a bit of separate time. You go catch up with your friends. I'm going to go catch up with mine or I'm going to have a night at home, whatever I need. But that rhythm is what's been disrupted. And so figuring out how to have those principles of time together versus time apart and that balance, it's it's a whole new thing to navigate. Yeah, I know there are times where I really like people and I like being with people, but there are times where I just need to have that space. Yep. And um, luckily my husband recognises that and he just might throw me a bar of chocolate and then just retreat. Yes, that's right, (laughs) yeah. There's a lot of power, I think, in, you know, like you're saying with you and your husband, in recognising it Mm. and in both just acknowledging it, actually just being able to say, I just need a bit of time out. I just need to go and scroll through Facebook or have a phone call with my mum or do whatever. Because sometimes you can take that personally, can't you? That's right. So if we're a bit narky at each other and a bit nitpicky at each other, it's not necessarily the other person that's the problem, it's the stress that's the problem. Coming up, we'll talk about recognising when things like stress become a problem in our relationships and about dealing with it before it gets out of control. Stress is a big factor, you would say. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. When when there are things happening that are outside of our control and unpredictable, that's an ingredient for stress. How do you recognise that you're stressed before it's too late? Yep, that's important. So stress comes out in all sorts of ways. So looking at our um, emotions, we might be a bit more annoyed than usual, a bit more irritable, um, feel a bit more sad. Appetite as well. People might eat more or they might eat less. Um, I know, and that's not fair because I'm, I'm <laughs> yes, I'm an, I'm an eating more kind yes, of girl. Yes, me too. <laughs> me too. <laughs> um, and we might feel ourselves start to withdraw, and that can be a bit of a tricky one to spot in the pandemic. But that's a good one to be aware of. So, how do couples manage that then? Um, I think it's about acknowledging it and being each other's safe place in it. 
that's a really powerful thing. What do you mean by being a safe place for, how could I be a safe place for my partner? Yep, so you can be a safe place for your partner by by listening to their experience and just by empathising. So last week I had a rotten day because I was just a bit over the whole thing. I missed my family at Easter and I wanted to go out and see my friends and I was a bit over it. And my partner just listened and that just calmed me right down. So, so that's a safe thing. What, what, what are the opposites where I'm not meaning to, but I might not be a safe place for my husband? A really common thing that happens is that the other person tries to help by problem solving. Yes. <laughs> we try and problem solve out of the best intentions. We want to help. Yeah. But often what we need is for our emotion to be heard and our experience to be heard. Yeah. And then then we can problem solve. Then we can deal with it. Yeah. I know sometimes because my husband's not particularly um, effusive mm-hmm. and he'll internalise and think about stuff a lot more before he'll actually talk, yeah. whereas I'm a talk and I'll work it out as I'm talking to you person Um, and so I struggle with that and I jump in and I probably don't actually give him the space Mm -hmm. and that time Mm. and I know that about myself Mm. but I'm not very good at it. Well, how great that you know it about yourself because yeah, that hasn't that. made it any better. <laughs> well, relationships aren't mm. about being perfect. Mm. You know, a good relationship is about being able to repair those little breaks in connection that we have. What about if you're in a relationship where communicating about the uncomfortable stuff has never been easy? Coming up, we'll look at the importance of communication when we're in conflict with our partner. Rachel and I have been chatting about how the pressures of being at home together without the usual outlets can add stress to our relationships. What happens when you get stressed and frustrated and start to take that out on your partner? All the intention under the sun is not going to mean that you never feel annoyed at your partner. Mm. Yes. It's about how we manage it, you see. You know, emotions aren't wrong. Being annoyed at our partner isn't wrong or bad. It's What's what we do with it? And as a, and in a marriage, how we repair that. Mm. But a relationship is kind of like servicing a car. Mm. You know, I make sure that my car's serviced because I want it to keep running. So we actually need to make sure that our relationship is running well and, and put effort into maintaining that in different ways. So what are some things that can help us? It's not our responsibility to, to entertain our partner. It's not our responsibility to make sure they're happy every moment of the day. And so you can actually have time apart while still being in the same room, you know. So recognising that you can be in the same room and not talk. For example, if I said something like, "Okay, when I sit in that beanbag with my book, that means just don't ask me anything. Yes, that's right. That's right. And then being creative about your time together, because what do you do if you've got kids in the house? What, okay, what do you do? <laughs> well, again, this is where we have to be really creative in COVID times, I think. So, you know, date night might be a bit out of reach at the moment, obviously. What about a date half hour? What about a da- date hour? You're not talking about the kids. You're not talking about the stresses. You're having some quality time together. Every week, have a bit of a chat. Okay, what's coming up this week? What does it look like this week? What do we need to do as a family? Mm. And look, with all of these things as well, you know, that we're talking about, I think it's really important to acknowledge that these only work if you've got a foundation where a relationship is safe and respectful. 
And so if 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 one or either partner in the relationship doesn't feel safe or doesn't feel respected, this isn't going to work. You know, and I think if someone's in a situation where they feel like their opinion or their feelings isn't being respected, they're not feeling safe at home, then that's when they need to be perhaps reaching out for some extra help. So what do you do for those people who yeah. are, you know, feeling like that? So that's where, um, you know, the, the National Family and Domestic Violence Line, one 800 respect is a really good resource and people can ring them 24-7 and then they can find a, a, a service in their area. So don't feel that you're trapped. Coming up, we'll look at some often forgotten ingredients for healthy relationships. We've been talking about things that can help us keep the communication going so that we can understand our partners and are able to repair the niggly moments where things get tense. It's got me thinking about how my husband and I have got through tense times. And I think it comes down to... um, that common values that we share and our faith in God. Absolutely. You know, God is always there. And, and that's the thing, isn't it? There are times when we don't like our partner. Mm. Um, but our values is usually the reason why we stay. That said, just because somebody has the same values or faith to you, it doesn't mean that they're going to be safe or they're yeah. going to be trustworthy. And, and that's the yeah. trickiness as well, yeah. is that it's very easy in, in, in the context of a church to explain away things like domestic violence because they're Christian as well. And that's where we're turning a blind eye to the issue then. However, you know, values are so important. Mm. And I think, you know, Jesus teaches me every day about grace. It's not about me being the perfect partner. It's not about our relationship being perfect. It's about knowing that we make mistakes and we we can forgive and we can be forgiven and and we can move forward. Mm. That's really when you said that about grace, that really struck Yes. A point for me. Yeah. And it doesn't mean ignoring issues. It doesn't mean letting them fester. It doesn't mean saying that things are okay when they're not okay. Yeah. But it means that um, through grace, we have a chance to grow. We have an opportunity to address things that are wrong. How would you explain grace? Grace is that we are loved and there is no shame. There is no fear. We don't have to be afraid of being rejected because of Jesus and because of who we are in Christ, we know that we are lovable and we are worthwhile and we can be firm in who we are as a person and as a, as a beautiful creation. And if you have that knowledge mm-hmm. and take that into a relationship? Boy, that's powerful stuff, you see, because then that's what makes it possible to address an issue. You've been listening to Messages of Hope. For free PDFs, videos and podcasts about keeping relationships healthy, go to messagesofhope.org.au or for a free booklet, call 1800 353 350. That's 1800 353 350. No matter where we are at with our relationships, God's grace and love for us never changes. I'm Celia Filkey from Messages of Hope. I hope you can join us next week for another Message of Hope real hope to cope with life's challenges.